ever since the early days of the world, there have been two things that are for certain. Death and Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour. And I'm not so sure about the death thing. It's so true. If there's one constant, one truth about everything, it's us. Yep. Fact. It's good to know. Very fact. It's good to know I'm not the only person who feels that way. Yeah. Um, the world, the world should feel that way, frankly. Well, they should, but uh, so I'm show you. So I got so for our, our anniversary, which is next week. I got Jen. Uh, she already knows this, so it's not like a surprise for me to say it out loud. Uh, I got her tickets and me tickets to go see MST3K reunion thing. Nice. So that'll be fun. And then I think, I think I got her a Groupon for a haircut. She has to get her haircut, and then she's like, "I got something that's kind of for both of us. Is that okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm sure it's fine." And she, uh, so, uh, not this. This is something I'm moving out of the way. Yeah, it's polka dotted. Uh, <laughs> we we've not had an electric guitar ever, and I was playing it. I was playing it, like learning how to like play it because it's a little different obviously to handle yeah and she's like you know we gotta figure out how we file those frets down a little because they're a little pokey and i'm like oh, i'm sure they're fine and i play and then later on i'm like what jen what happened to my hand and it looked like just it looked like i'd just been slicing myself with a razor blade across my fucking finger for an hour <laughs> no blood no pain but yeah that is but they need they are a little pokey yeah they're a little pokey evidently mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh what's new dan What's new? Mm-hmm. Uh, not, not, not really much. Okay, me neither. Except I'm really, <laughs> I'm really super hungover. Heavy. <laughs> why my energy level is where it is right now. <laughs> we did Ghostbusters last night. Nice. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Drinking water out of Pedialyte bottle, and yes, I drank the Pedialyte first. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking water out of my thermos because we just got finished with D&D and I had three half of ice mm, Yep, there you go. That'll do it. Yeah. All right. So, next week I'm going to be traveling again. Mm-hmm. Going to the metropolitan area of Wenatchee, Othello, and Efredo. And what state are these in? Washington. Washington. Okay. Central Washington. So, you know, it's funny. is like I was talking to my parents when I was visiting. Or my dad when I was visiting. I don't know if I mentioned this last time or not. But they're like, so what does Dan do for a living? I'm like, he works for... And I couldn't remember the name of the company he worked for. I'm like, but he does this and this <laughs> and this. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then I realized, like, hours later that we had driven by a Norco, like, in their, their neighborhood. So, there, there must... Where do they... What state do they live in? Montana. Oh! Yeah. Like, right... Yep, we have... We have four stores in Western Montana. Yeah, so r- right in their town is, is is one, which I was like, oh, so so Dan might get to visit sometime. I didn't I didn't realize. So, <laughs> so you should let me know so I can tell them. Yes. Hi to my weird parents. That'd be fun. The thing is that I don't really get out there very much because my boss has a kid who lives in Billings. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he tends to use that as an excuse to travel out there and visit. Tell him you want to visit his kid. Be weird. <laughs> what I'm saying. Just be a little creepy. See how that works out for you. Uh, so we picked... Well, I picked a random sketch. Because I was going through those old sketches last week to find something. Stuff that we mm-hmm. never used uh, for anything. And this is Jason, one of Jason's classic parody moments. Right? Yes. Took. It's, um, it's going to be very... Um, it lasts... The test of time, I would say. Oh, yeah, sure. Because people, everybody remembers that classic Robin Williams film, Bicentennial Man. Of all his films, you know, not Dead Poets Society, not Goodwill Hunting, you know, <laughs> no, Bicentennial it's... Man. That'll be the one people are talking about forever. For 200 years. For 200 years, exactly. And then eventually, that's when they will stop talking about it. Yeah. Most people don't know that. But anyway, this is called Ten Second Man. Coming soon. From the mind of Isaac Asimov, a robot love story, Ten Second Man. Oh, here it is, honey, your new robot friend. Yay! All that. 
Oh, I'm alive. Oh, it's wonderful. Oh, I feel like Pinocchio. What blueberry? Whoop! Woo! <laughs> it's so... Well, sorry, honey. That, that was it. $10,000, but that was it. Oh, that's okay. I was getting tired of it anyways. Hey, you want another one? I got a catalog. What, what's this one? Carrot bot? A prop robot? No! God, no! Well, this one just smashes watermelons. Dad, yeah. I'll say this once and only once. Put the magazine down. I'm, I'm sorry, honey. Are you sure you don't want anything else? A pony? An electronic pony? No! And the joke is that the kid wants a robot. Lasts for ten seconds and the kid is actually okay. They don't want another one because they're too upset because they're so annoyed that it's Robin Williams. And that's it. Yes. That's, that's the gag. And, well, uh, except for the father is a technophile, but apparently they only make robots in the style uh-huh. of comedians that no one cares about. Oh, yes, that's right. And Robin Williams. Because there's Carrot, <laughs> Carrot Bot was the other. Carrot Bot and one that just mashes watermelons mm. with a hammer. Yeah, that was my idea. Mm-hmm. Good stuff, Jason. Good stuff. I mean, again, at least I'm giving us a. I'm giving us complete sketches, and B, you know, this is you get to hear how much my Robin Williams impression has not changed from then to a couple episodes ago. This podcast. Yes. So. The I think, um, to look at this sketch in a positive way, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, it only lasts fifty six seconds. Mm-hmm. That is also true. <laughs> It, we, you tell the joke and you get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You could, we could totally have Saturday Night Live this thing and made a five-minute sketch out of it. Mm-hmm. Me just but, doing Robin, or not well. Me just doing other uh, comedians and and things like that. Or even just he keeps buying and like he bought a like they come in a dozen packs. Oh something. yeah, there you go. That right, way you right. can you can drag that out. Mm-hmm. 120 seconds right there, and then there's the time in between. Mm-hmm. You know. They probably have some funny way to unbox them or bring them in every time. Sure. And then you would show the carrot bot and the and the Gallagher bot. Yeah. Um, so I mean, you could easily get a really shitty five minute sketch out of that. That's a good point. I'm glad we didn't. Yeah. I'm glad we got a re- you know moderately shitty one minute sketch out of it. And exactly. This is another one of those that you will hear in its raw form because there's no sound effects. Or anything like that. It's just Dan and There's I There's probably talking. no need for sound effects on this one. This is just... Probably true. Just just words. Just words, Dan. Just just words. Just words. Um, I will say, I predict that last week's uh, Amazon said segment was a big hit. Uh, I do not have anything this week for an Amazon said segment. But if you, know, if you come up with any great segment ideas, Dan, or audience, you know what? Give us a call at... 208 557 djch Thank you. Oh, my God. I forgot. I had legit. I couldn't remember <laughs> the first three. Uh, uh, let's see. Dude, 208 represent. That's our only area code. Oh, yeah. That's right. You're in one of those states. Yeah. Although they're going to have to bring another one in by 2017, and people are all pissy about it. <laughs> it's like, dude, we don't have phone numbers. <laughs> Everybody... In the world, in a world where every single person owns a goddamn phone in their pocket, yeah, you just don't have enough numbers anymore. Yeah. What's gonna happen when we have to change the format, the phone number format? Format. What's gonna happen, Dan? Say that again. What's gonna happen if we have to change the phone number format? It's like four something they're adding on there, and then you have to dial ten digits. Mm-hmm. Ah! Yeah, because you know how we often, how often we dial phone numbers too that's the other thing like what just fucking people god damn it yeah, I but, don't people who, but people who are bitching about 208 are the same people who have had 208 for like 40 years mm-hmm. and so they still have a phone in their house right 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 so they've had the same number for that long yeah i see i suppose that makes sense <laughs> uh have you seen any new movies daniel i have not <sighs> neither have i uh, because <laughs> uh, we talked about our sketch. Did we talk about our sketch? I think we talked about our sketch. I'm so hungover. I'm gonna fall asleep on the microphone. Can we just do that for the next hour? 
your your max headroaming again, but I'm assuming you're falling asleep. On the microphone, yeah. How am I? How? What is going on? How is there no connection? It shows me we have perfect connection right now. I know, but it's not. Hmm. Hey, let, let's disconnect and recall. Okay, do it. Maybe it's just a bad, bad connection. No. Skype, Skype, Skype. Those are the lyrics. There we go. Yeah. See, that's a lot better. It was just a stupid connection. I don't understand. Anyway. It's very confusing. Oh, don't worry. No, don't worry. It's not. It's not going to get better. Um, it's not, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to have more energy now, so it's going to be just as bad. Okay. As long as it's just as bad, that makes me mm-hmm. happy. <laughs> so this is, this is our 15 minute episode of Dan J's comedy. Yeah, hour. yeah. Yep, exactly. And we're at the... Jay's tired and I have Fallout 4 to play, so. <laughs> <laughs> Um... <laughs> Fuck, I was going to bring something up. Oh, uh, oh, I can say at the very least, uh, Mike, I felt so bad. Mike Warden has been kindly, I said, hey, can you do a theme song for the news radio podcast? I need it to sound like the news radio theme song, but not be the news radio theme song. Like, uh-huh. uh, And he was like, yeah, I'll, he's super excited. And then I get, I hit him back like a week later. He's like, oh, fuck, I'm sorry, I forgot to get that to you. And like, he felt so bad. And then like last night, like I drunkenly uh, get, I get the song, the theme song to it. And it's great. It's really good. Like it sounds a lot like it. It just is not it, and it's fantastic. So he did a he did a nice. bang up job. I have a note here that I'm supposed that I oh, I did have a new a new service that I think that we should start. You and I should start selling through oh, yeah. Dan, Dan and Um, because I made a little joke the other day online saying that loot crate should be called future yard sale bargains. Um, mm-hmm. because you know eventually people grow up. I understand people yeah. give shit to their kids, but I guess if you expect your kids to like the same garbage you do, then good for you. But that's not going to happen. Um, it's still going to end up in a yard sale somewhere. Down exactly. Long. So this is the, I, my service that I've come up with is called Yard Crate. And that is just people just gather the garbage they hate, pull it together. And as a service, we just disseminate that to other people for a, a monthly subscription fee. Or pres- prescription <laughs> fee if some of those things included our old pill bottles of, you know, whatever is in there. You know, get what you get. They'll be like, mm, let's see. I've got some Vicodin <laughs> and some... In case you guys can't see at home, but I have an entire container of pill <laughs> He really does. That's great. Because there's a place that takes them for recycling, so we've just been... Oh, okay. Stuck. But we haven't actually brought them, right. so... <laughs> Like it so you just have a big container of them. Percocet. I got a little. Oh, remember these? These are the little fry guy toys. Yeah, those are cool. Um, yeah. The worst part is you go this and you're just like, ah, I can't, <laughs> ah, can't get the fucking child safe, adult safe. Is what? It, ah. Is that is that your new bit? Is that you? You working on your stand up right now? You're just trying to do some bits while we're while we're chatting. Dan, Dan, what? You're doing your stand up bits. I am my stand-up. Sorry. Okay, good. Come see me at the haha shop. The haha shop. Aren't there actually comedy huts in, in Boise? What's the name of the one? Doug Benson goes there when he comes. The the. the what is the name of the one? It's not Laugh Factory. No. There's no way Boise has a Laugh Factory. I mean, I guess they could. Um, liquid, liquid the Liquid Lounge does. That's one. yep. Okay, that's right. They do comedy. There's a Funny Bone Comedy Club. Okay. There you go. <laughs> All right. That's... Oh, there's a Hijinks Comedy Club. Hijinks. Oh, my God. There's... God. Can we start a service where we just help comedy clubs come up with good names? <laughs> Is that possible? Whether or not... I mean, I... Which one? If we can do the service or if we can come up with good names for yeah, them? Yeah. That's a good, good <laughs> question. Because, uh, I mean, even I'm okay with, like... Uh, if you recall back in comedy on vinyl, I once mentioned, 
uh, a real comedy club chain called Roosty, Rooster T Feathers, and I think you were the one who said Mr. T Feathers, which is something I then created a Twitter account for that I haven't used <laughs> yet, which I thought was very funny. Uh, even I'm okay with that because at least it's creative and it makes you wonder what's going on. But it would be nice if it yeah, was creative and it also said exactly what it does so that you don't have to worry about yeah. it. You know? So I will say let's not start the service until somebody emails us and says, hey, can you name our comedy club? In which case I'll gladly name your comedy club. Well, Dan and I will get yeah. together, put our heads together, and come up with something that doesn't sound like. Yeah, uh, we'll, uh, we'll whiteboard mm-hmm. it. I mean, here's the thing. I'll start. I'll start here. This is themed to to some uh, song of the South, uh, the Laughing Place, because but it's themed. Place. You see, it's not just that. It's just it's clearly themed to racism. So uh, Michael Richards is our patron saint at this club. You can just bring him in to open the club up and say the N word a few times. It'll be good. It'll be good. We could do one that's like islands. Mm-hmm. And we'll we'll call it the. Ha ha Lulu. Ooh, yep. All right. Laugh. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Ha ha Lulu Club. Yeah. So I think what we're discovering is that our ideas are just as bad as theirs, but our, you're paying for our service, so we have a value for uh so they don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Right. Well, the at the end of the day, really, all they what they're doing, what they're getting from it, is that we won't make fun of the name of their club on our podcast. Yeah, that's true. That's a very good point. It's 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 really it's um. I believe the French call it la extorsion. Oh, okay. Oh, is that is that how they say it? Yeah. It's very romantic. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Do you oh do you remember? I was going to try. I can't find the videos for this right now. Uh, but it's something we should maybe talk about at some point. But do you remember how often? Because I found this on a video. <sighs> do I have it anyway? Uh, there's a video of a two-liter bottle, and that's all it is: two-liter bottle. And you can see one of us putting a lighter in it. <laughs> <laughs> filling it with lighter fluid, putting our hand away as quickly mm-hmm. as we can, and then lighting the flames inside. Yeah, I've, I definitely burnt the back of my thumb a couple times doing that. Oh, yeah. Man, we would do that. Didn't your dad... Was it your dad who could do the... put the? No, I've done that, too. Put it in your hand. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, you know, do something stupid like yeah, that. Yeah, folds of your jeans, I feel like somebody did, maybe. You did that. Oh, that was great. Oh, you tried it, at yeah, least. Yeah, I'm sure I did. Fucking genius. That's good stuff. So I have videotape of us. You probably were wearing like your your like frayed, ripped jeans, and they just set some on fire. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, that's most likely. Uh, I went. I like to I like to do that in the folds of my ass. Crack. Oh, that sounds good. Is it just for forest clearing, as it were? Is that just does it help with that? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. De- decluttering is what <laughs> I call it. That's that is a service we could sell. Here in L.A. You know, if you can sell <laughs> asshole bleaching, I feel like, you know. Well, how are you supposed to reach reach it to bleach it? Yeah, right? That's the, that's actually our phrase Reach for it, it to bleach it. How do you it reach bleach. it to bleach yeah. it? Uh, and then our other service is rectal deforestation. Okay. Yeah. That's, uh, but again, it's, it's the, but we have to videotape it every time we do it. That is one of the things you sign over, because it's also. Well, yeah, that's part of the process. It's, it's, it's a YouTube We make channel. them sign a waiver. Yeah. Like, can we can we use this for you know our journals, right? You know, medical journals, yeah. and and then can we use this in advertising? Can we use the photos in our advertising mm-hmm. before after pictures? Then there's our YouTube channel where like we get super popular, and then PewDiePie comes over and we light his asshole on fire, and he gets us millions of viewers, and then things blow up. Oh my God! Can I tell you? Okay, here's something. Speaking of other people's things blowing up, uh, not their buttholes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so obviously super drunk last night after ghostbusters and these guys come up to me and go, one of them i recognize he's like hey i don't know if you remember me rightfully so it's nice of him to say that uh you know no i don't remember you entirely but you look familiar and uh, what there's the top of my head moving my webcam as we speak um <clears throat> and i'm like yeah I, you look familiar and he said yeah i uh you when you did back to the future last time last year uh you said you're gonna do this thing, and we came and we shot your the Million McFly March, and we put it up on our our web series. Our web series. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm pretty sure I've seen what you put together because they go to around to, they go around to different places, and they also recreate scenes and shit. And uh, okay. so they were super cool about it. They're like, thank you because 
well, now, uh, because of that, uh, our show blew up, and we're getting, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger on our show for the Terminator what? 2 episode. So, because of the Million McFly march, these guys are doing well, very well. And I'm like, okay, cool. And they're like, if you want to ever be on it, I'm like, yeah, of course I do. So, fucking, yep, just put me on whatever. So, that would be kind of weird. Nice. Yeah. So, they got to meet Robert England as a result of all this shit, and I had no idea he was partially responsible. Then this guy... Here's the other thing. This guy shows me. He just pulls up. He's like, you want to see something? So I work in a props warehouse. And when we sell these props, you know, I'm the one who has to box them up. He's like, and this is apropos to tonight. And I wish I had it. But he pulls up a picture of one of the fucking demon dogs from Ghostbusters. Like one of the two Zool dogs oh, that's that somebody awesome. bought and now owns. And I'm like, oh, f- why did you show that to me? And then he showed me a partial T2 skeleton that somebody recently bought from the movie. That's awesome. So that's what he does for a living. I'm like, that's kind of fucking amazing. That's pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. good God. And I, and I was like, I know this is impossible, but you just do me a favor. If somehow you ever come across anything from news radio, you need to tell me. And like again, I know this won't happen, but you just this is just for me. And uh, so he's yeah. gonna keep his eye out for me on that. So, cool. so look at that. We're might come across like a cane or something. Oh God! Oh, <laughs> that's the magic word right there. If the cane, <laughs> oh. Did I tell? Uh, I'd have to tell you off camera. Did I tell you about the stuff that I might get for news radio? No, okay. you Please, haven't. I will tell you when the when the when you're not recording. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's only to protect my source. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah. So uh, I'm partially responsible for somebody else's success. So yay me. But then I also was like the whole time I had to make sure I was like. Uh, also, don't forget, Jen actually paid for everything you saw there. So anything that came out of anybody's pocket was Jen because I had no money at the time. So you know, <laughs> yay Jen. Um, so that's that. We're doing another. We are drew, doing a drinking game next month, and then right after doing a not drinking game, which is because it's in public. It's like on like public area, but they just want us to do uh-huh. a stage reading of Back to the Future, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. Uh, we're gonna drink probably sodas or whatever on our own names, but yeah, it's not gonna. So it's gonna be an interesting participation. I don't know how we do the audience participation part. I'm not sure. But, uh, Let's do caffeine instead. Yeah, right. I mean, you think you could get people like chugging oh, like god. a whole six pack of double <laughs> oh, shots. Oh my god! Oh, someone would die. <laughs> it would be fun though. It would be a lot of fun. Like anybody would die there compared to the amounts of alcohol consumed at these shows. Yeah. Oh, I don't. Uh, yeah, today was bad. Last night was a six beers, which is I guess not entirely unusual. But then we went and hung out. We don't always hang out after the show. And then I had a couple Jack and Cokes, and then I just woke up just destroyed today. I had water. I just did not have enough water. It's one of those things where I tried to drink water, and I felt sick from drinking water, and that was a bad sign. Yeah. Sometimes you just can't drink enough water. No, no, it's also true. Especially with the temperatures there. Yeah, it's getting it's getting very bad. I'm lucky that I'm functioning in the office right now. It's like it's yeah, just it's- cool enough to work in here. Yeah, yesterday was a beautiful day. Today it's 95. Tomorrow's supposed to be 103. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't sure if it got that hot there, but that's gross. It, yeah, it's still... we. It's It's got a, some very similar attributes to L.A. Because mm-hmm. we're on the other side of the mountains. Sure. And, you know, Seattle's a rainforest. So by the time weather gets mm-hmm. here, there's no... But you get very little mm-hmm. rain here. Mm-hmm. Like, we have a monsoon season, but then it's pretty much dry and hot all summer. Yeah. It's, it's a desert here, too. Yeah gross that's not fun yeah um let's see so what else okay so help make somebody famous i'm hungover Uh, (laughs) that pretty much covers everything it kind of does i slept for most of the day and watched a lot of comedy (laughs) bang bang tv show uh that's basically all today was uh let's see oh no i did have something else and i've totally forgotten it so that's exciting oh no oh that's what it is so i got uh as I've already told you, I got a, uh, hey, I'm interested from an agent for the first time in sending a, out uh-huh. query letters for a variety of books. Um, but And it's for the comedy on vinyl books. So I'm putting together a proposal and putting together yes. a chapter. But the sample chapter I had to pick was like, well, you know, pick the chapter you can write the best. And I'm like, well, it would be sketch comedy. And then I'm kind of now realizing how overwhelming that is. I mean, I've written... <laughs> You know, a couple thousand words just out of my brain, but now the research part begins, and I, I realize I want to quote my encyclo- the Encyclopedia of Comedy, which we've talked about on here. 
that I've read from. Uh-huh. And I was flipping through it yesterday. I'm like, okay, let me look at the sketches they have in here because this will give me an idea of some like some of the maybe some of the few written down old timey vaudeville sketches. And I look through, and I I guess I maybe I had missed this when I went over this with you because you would think I would have really caught onto this one, which was something like two coons at a dinner, it was something like that. It's the name of it. I don't have it in front of me. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, God. And I flip through, and I'm like, it is, yep, nope, that is what they mean. Okay, yeah, that's the, that is how he's using the terminology. And I flip to the end. The very end is a song. And that song, the first line is two N-words, da, 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 three N-words, blah, blah, blah. Like, and it's just that word over and over and over. And I'm like, oh, my God, this was, oh, no, why is this acceptable, sir? And that's, that's yeah, I mean, that's the fun part. Uh, so I'm trying to like get people to help me research and find out like the earliest sketch comedy I okay. can find. But okay. that's... I, I have I have a joke for you. Yes. Because yesterday yesterday we were celebrating Jim's 69th birthday. Mm-hmm. Just you know, this joke doesn't have anything to do with that really. Okay. It's just it's funny. Like, it's six. Well, the funny thing there was we were we were having a picnic. Because mm-hmm. um, he wanted a moving birthday, so we had a picnic. Then we went out to eat, and then came to our house for dessert. Okay. So what? So Bernie's like, everyone name your favorite '69 thing, and then <laughs> she realized what she said, and everyone nah. cracked up. <laughs> but the but uh, right at the end, um, Ari's cousin came to join us. Mm-hmm. She lived right around the corner from where we were having the picnic, and so she's she's in the o in the OR, but basically her job is. Um, like mechanic or construction worker of the operating room. Uh-huh. So they're they're just as crass as everyone else. Sure. That's like a construction worker or whatever. So this is this is the joke that she, she told because we were telling we were telling dirty jokes. Sure. She says What did what did Cinderella say when she got to the ball? I don't know. <laughs> oh my god. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Oh, that is so wonderfully gross. Oh, that's, oh, that's good stuff. Uh, the um, yeah, that's good. We should just end it there. Uh, but yeah, that that old that 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 old timey that old timey racism book is is uh, an interesting little. Yeah, I'm having to flip through. The, one of the cool things I'm discovering though is like I was like I was like oh shit I need to find out who the like the original like sound effects people were because uh-huh. that's kind of. One of the few things, it's, it's not entirely unique to radio because I used to do it on stage a little bit, but I was mm-hmm. like, but like one of the people, like one of the standout sound effects people was a, uh, a woman. And that's actually good to hear. Like, cause like reading, I'm like, Ooh, it's cause everybody else, like, Hey, guess who the pioneers were? Amos and Andy. And this is like, Oh God damn it. Every racism run every turn. And at least like one of the behind the scenes people was a woman. And not only that, but a woman who, uh, was, she walked out on Orson Welles during a broadcast, or or walked out on him in general, and you didn't walk out on Orson Welles and got got him to apologize publicly to her. Uh, so <laughs> so she had, she knew how to throw her weight around even when it came to Orson Welles, which I thought was pretty great. But still, no information on her. No one's written a book on her. It's I'm, I'm still gonna have to dig deeper to find any more information on her. <laughs> That's what she said. I don't understand. Please explain. I can't. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ari's gonna really like that sound if she listens to this ever. Oh yeah. <laughs> so classy. This is the classiest episode. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also thought about. I also texted Mike because I'm, I'm like I'm coming up with ideas for podcasts that are like not, you know full series so that i can't i don't have to be like, All right, every week i do this every week but every once in a while it'll be cool to do such and such and i'm like well mike and i both like ben folds but mike uh-huh. knows ben folds stuff way more than i do so i'm like let's yeah. go through every ben folds album and he's like yeah of course let's do that uh, i was trying to come up with titles and i had a great one but i, I rejected it. i'm like that doesn't work i was talking to my friend alex last night at the show and he's like of course you call it that and i'm like really seems too cheesy but i think we're gonna call it talk in the suburbs because i think that's that's just like, oh that's awesome yeah, yeah that's good yeah well i like is it, is it too much like the earwolf show you talking you two to me and i'm like no not really it's not it's it's still good it, it works and i also have i went to did i tell you about the the library sale that i went to where for three dollars i got a crate of of records and cds i think i did because i think i showed you the yeah. south park thing last week one of the things they got was like one of Ben Fold's first albums, but it also had tucked in it "Rock in the Suburbs." Like, so now I have an actual CD oh, nice. copy of "Rock in the," which I like. It's a good album. 
I haven't listened to the first one yet. I have it in my thing ready to rip, but yeah, so that'll be fun. Also, I, I, again, the other bonus to that will be I want Mike to put together a theme song and so I just so I can do my Ben Folds impression. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much the reason I want to do that. Um, Harry got me... I don't know. Ooh, dude, it's that's like a best—it's a best of kind of thing. That's awesome. We that was two LP, two LPs. That song, speaking of which, which that is named after. Uh, yeah, is one of my favorite songs. And also, I realized the other day, I'm like, I've been asking Mike, texting him like, "Hey, how much, how much does such and such charge for the rights to their songs? Like, what do I need to do?" And he's like, "Well, because there's a Randy Newman song I wanted to use for Looking Forward." And he's like, "Well, do you want to just put it in a movie, or do you want to do it for festival release? Because it's." 10 times literally no not even 10 times it's a lot cheaper just to put it in festivals and then you know you negotiate once the movie gets sold right um so uh yeah so randy newman was like a thousand dollars for the festivals and like i think tens of thousands for if you just put it right in your movie but i want to find out for ben folds because i want to use the best imitation of myself i think that's a better theme song for all of looking forward yeah. So I think that's what I'm going to use. I mean, I think I'm going to use it in a video anyway, because all it's going to happen is YouTube's going to say you can't monetize this. And I'm like, oh, fucking used to it at this point. Thanks anyway. Yeah. Um. So I think I'll just use it in one of the videos. Well, I'm then... I'm glad. While sometimes they get false positives on that, I'm glad they introduced that option. Yeah. That they worked that out so yeah. that you can still have your video up even if you can't make money from it. Yeah. It doesn't work for people who do that as their sole job. Right. But then you should really not be doing that for yourself. Yeah, and <laughs> in your in your videos. Yeah, exactly. It's real rough, like for comedy on vinyl, because it's fair use. I just, you know, uh, I don't know if they define. It, it, sometimes it's like, oh, maximum thirty seconds, and it's like, well, can't really do that if you want to get a whole yeah. comedy bit out. So, yeah. and the funny thing is, even with the fire sign ones, it's like I've got one of the members of fire sign there. He's obvious. I, I have. I just don't have technical written permission obviously have yeah. his expression and well the, the the challenge too is does he even own the rights to that no and that's just it probably not that's the thing probably can, not yeah it, it belongs to the publisher which is so stupid but then i've i've uh here's some more talk tech talk for Ooh, you tech talk um there was um someone on reddit was talking about he made a song mm-hmm. using a public domain like loop okay Someone else made a song using the same public domain loop, mm-hmm. and because of that, they cut co- they cop- they claimed DMCA on them. <laughs> oh my! Because God. the recognition software recognized that loop. Wow, wow, not how so, that, not how that goes. <coughs> That's crazy. It's got a ways to go. Yeah, it really does. So silly. I, I really, I honestly wish, I, I hope that's kind of one of the next steps is that YouTube, like, enacts kind of like a, oh, yep, this is fair use type of thing. Because it would be yeah. really nice to monetize those. Because people actually watch those videos of mine. Yeah, the, the, the challenge is that they take a very, you know, safe on their side approach. Oh, and sure. Because, and then what happens is that then you have to, like, contest it, blah, blah, blah. And by the time that's all resolved, people have forgotten your video. Yep. And the that's pro- where the challenge yeah. comes in. And the thing is, they also they also basically sort of threaten you that if you do challenge it, they could just take down your whole channel. And it's like, oh, yeah. thanks so much. So even if I want to challenge it, rather than just say, I'm going to keep my video up, you know, because I know if I challenge it, they could take the video down, but don't fucking eliminate my channel. It's very silly. It's a very... Uh... Yeah, the, well, the... The whole Millennium Copyright Act fucked a lot of shit up. Yeah. I don't know enough about it. I probably should know more about it, but I just, it mm-hmm. stresses me out. It basically allows publishers to be judge, jury, and executioner. Mm-hmm. I see. Well, that's fun. Yeah. Well, I think what you should, you and I should do should go back and find some public domain stuff and some concept. I think we should just become patent and copyright trolls. What do you think? That sounds great. I think we can make a lot of money on it. But then just only troll the big companies that yeah. could afford to defend themselves in court. Hmm. How do we get around that? We make it so... Oh, that's how we do it. Every one of them, we claim very small damages. So it's uh, it's uh, it's just like small claims court. But we just do a bunch of them. <laughs> so yeah. they don't bring in a legal team. Just bring right. over one or it's just not, it's not worth it to them. Yeah for this and we, we do it under shell companies so yeah. it doesn't all come from 
you know, Dan and Jay fuck ups. Sure, sure, yeah. LLC. Right. It comes from different names, mm-hmm. but it all ends up in our pockets. Exactly right. So just be a bunch of out of court settlements and, you know, small claim style. Yeah. So less than five grand or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. That's yeah. a good idea. I mean, there's a video out there of this guy who got hit by one of those patent things mm-hmm. from a patent squatter. Mm-hmm. And so he decided. Um, he found a whole bunch of other people who got screwed over like that. Mm-hmm. You know, things like, you know, use of a digital media online. Uh-huh. Is like the patent, right? Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> it's not even like patenting a technology. It's patenting a concept, mm-hmm. which was a, which they had allowed and then these guys bought. Mm-hmm. So he went around and, like, it's all these empty offices. Mm-hmm. The lawyer's offices are just a bunch of these little empty offices. A lot of them all in the same building. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because all they're required to do is have an address that can receive mail. Fucking crazy. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, sad, sad, sad. It, yeah. It, this is like all just as all of this does is exhibit people's lack of ideas. Like it's it's all like okay, I'm going to do a thing based on the idea that somebody else had an idea, and I'm gonna I'm mm-hmm. gonna pretend I had an idea, or I'm gonna farm for an idea. It just no god. I thought American capitalism, at least the rumor was it was supposed to be based off of like original originality, or at least you know being the only person in a certain area to do a thing. Like that mm-hmm. was kind of all it needed to be. And now you know. You, but then those people paid other people to make laws to turn yes. it into okay, seventy years on this on this copyrighted work mm-hmm. unless it's a corporation mm-hmm. and they can renew the copyright ad infinitum yep yep so now all you'll ever get are freaking mickey mouse cartoons yeah that's a crazy thing too is talking i just interviewed cory doctorow on comedy on vinyl and as you can guess most of it was about that kind of stuff like it was mostly about this it didn't we talked about the album for sure but we didn't talk about it as much as we normally do and, like, he was just talking about how, and I'd forgotten about this, that a lot of the early Mickey Mouse cartoons technically are in the public domain, sort of, and sort of not. But uh-huh. then it also, you would be limited as to what you can do, because they, they're always going to own the trademark, because trademarks don't expire. Yeah. Uh, so they'll always own the trademark on Mickey Mouse. So what you do with that is, like, I will bet is if, okay, if the Mickey Mouse things became public domain, the cartoons officially, and it was acknowledged, and people try to sell them, you wouldn't, the weird thing is, I don't know if you'd be able to put Mickey Mouse on the cover of the box. That's that's what I'm thinking. I think that's where you'd be limited, unless you unless putting a frame up there count. I don't know. It's hard to say. <laughs> well, because no, they can't trademark the actual animation. They can't sure. trademark each frame of the animation. So it's going to be like probably particular shots of him. You know, the face of Mickey Mouse on the front, the logo, mm-hmm. that stuff. You can trademark. You can't trademark an entire cartoon. It that is that true. That is true. You can't trademark. <laughs> trademark. It. Yeah. Trademark is for particular types of, sure. of art used in the production of a brand. Right, right, right. So, like, the Mickey Mouse and the, the ear shape, mm-hmm. that can be trademarked. You I can't just trademark true. a Mickey Mouse walking down the street. I guess that's true. I guess that's true. It's complicated. But they would, have to, they would have to use a scene. In fact, the only way to do it would be to put a scene from the cartoon. Right, yeah, that's what that I was That might thinking. actually explain, because we had one of these, like, Looney Tunes tapes mm-hmm. back in the day. That was definitely not from Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. And the front cover didn't have like Bugs Bunny standing there. It had shots of the cartoons. That might be why they had to do that. Huh. They probably didn't have rights to the trademarks, but they could use these public domain cartoons. Right. It was from Warner Brothers. Than M. <laughs> Warner Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's also, that's also a thing, a Warner Brusher. Water brusher allows you to wash to brush your warts. Your warts. Oh, is it to keep them kempt? Is that the? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have you ever seen an unkempt wart? It's terrible. Uh, it's true. I guess I've never paid attention to what's you know, what is the what people's isn't. unkempt warts. Yeah, maybe I should. Hmm? Mm-hmm. You would notice. I guess I would. Um. Mm, I'm just gonna do this for a few minutes. Mm, mm. Well, that was good. Yeah, that was good. Uh, That's our new segment. It's Dan Hums. <laughs> Ten seconds. Uh, 
I think I did have one idea for a segment, which was, and I think we've done this before, which is failed podcast segments, where we come up with, uh, where we talk about, you know, podcast segments that have failed on the show before, mm. uh, that we never never got to the execution stage. Right, we had to cut it out. Right, exactly, because we cut so much out of the show, clearly. Yeah, you guys don't know, but each recording is about seven hours. Seven hours, yeah. We and have to cut, cut it, down it down to, to the one. best stuff, yeah. It's usually the first hour that I leave in, and the, the rest of the six hours is mostly us like doing yeah. other stuff and sleeping. Yeah, we tend to peter out. Yeah, but you guys do get the best of the non, most of the non petering out stuff. Yeah. Um, I think uh, the my pencil collection segment uh, that didn't go over well, I guess, but it didn't go over well with you. I think it would have gone over with the audience. Okay, I just you, you vetoed it. It's, I have, I have problems with pencils. Okay. You know that. Well, okay. I, I had a concept that maybe you sort of have. No, a problem I have. With I have problems, and you know it. And you act like you make it clear every time, but I still. I guess I don't understand it. So maybe, maybe I'm pushing the boundaries. Just, just as I want to find out what your problem, where it's just, it's, it comes from. Just, it's just not appropriate. Pencils are not. Pencils appropriate. are not appropriate. No. Is there a reason? Like, do you want to discuss have it you, further? Have you looked at one? Yeah. 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 Not appropriate. Are they not appropriate because they're phallic? Is this what you're saying? Sexu- Ew, you're no, they're just not appropriate. Just look at it. Just look at a pencil, Jason. Okay, I've got one right here. Look I'm at one. I know with it. Yeah. Okay, I've got myself a number two pencil. That's <laughs> disgusting. Dan's so grossed out by it. It's just got green writing. It's a Dixon Ticonderoga number two. <laughs> Dixon, pencil. you hear that, guys? Dixon. HB. Well, then, then is it a phallic? You, you just said. No, it says Dixon on it. Yeah. And why is Dixon inappropriate? Have you heard it? Dixon. Have you heard Dixon? Dixon Ticonderoga. You're, you're making me nauseous. Ticonderoga. Yeah. Oh wow, Dan's Dan's really gonna get sick here. Is there? Is there, is there yeah, sick? we gotta stop. No more pencils. I told you, no pencil segments. I veto again. No pencils. God, no! Pencil, pencil ah! eraser. Get that out of the camera. Pencil eraser. Ah! I don't get it. I'm keep, I for the record, I'm keeping this in because this is not me talking. Here's the problem: like when we talk, when I did it last time, I was like, Dan, I want to talk about a collection of mine. I, for whatever reason, I guess he thinks I tried to fool him because I didn't tell him what the collection was. It was all my pencils, like uh, just just full graphite, sharpened graphite sticks, and I showed them to him. And Dan Dan vomited for about 15 minutes straight. I don't know how he had any liquid left in his body. I was dry as a boat. I had to keep drinking. Yeah, because I was throwing up so much. <laughs> Ah, uh, this one's a little chewed up too, Dan. This one's been in somebody's mouth. Oh God, that's not so bad, but just <laughs> the idea that someone would put a pencil in their mouth. Yeah, yeah. Disgusting. And they'd eat it. They get that flavor, that yeah. Dixon flavor in their mouth. Ticonderoga. Stop it. Oh, fine. Just stop it. Fine. Would well, you want to talk about one of your segments that I rebuffed? <laughs> yeah, there was that whole segment about ferrets through history that you just wouldn't let me do. Well, it was because I didn't think of that many famous ferrets you even you were like yeah and in the 80s there's a movie called ferrets bueller day off and days off and i had to explain it that's not a show it's not a movie it is a movie it's not ferrets bueller's day off no yes ferris bueller fair like ferris wheel no fair it's a ferrets wheel invented to transport ferrets high into the air no that is not it's a ferris you should look it up on wikipedia but you were like I don't know. I you want to? All right. You can try and repitch it. Look, look. Yeah. Look. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Okay. Dan's gonna find. You can't me tell me that I'm wrong all the time when this piece of evidence exists well. online. Mm-hmm. Dan's gonna find. But you couldn't even find a good example of somebody in history who owned a ferret. Like, I, I, you couldn't find any. You were like, oh, I'm sure such and such probably had a ferret. Was it? Yep, that does say Ferret Bueller's Day Off. Somebody did. This is Dan. This is a Photoshop though. It's a, it's a great. No, it's Photoshop. real. It's that's the movie Ferris Bueller's Day Off. No, nope, no, nope. it's it's Ferris Bueller. Do you want to look up Ferris Bueller right now, just so you can see maybe that that's the origin of this? This is. I would. Nope. I would call it a meme if it had caught on, but I don't. I do found. That. I found my evidence. That's all I needed. I'm done. All right. Well, that does not make an argument for that segment coming back. But I guess that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about rejected segments. So, it's not coming back unless you can find somebody in history who is interesting who owned a ferret and you have enough of a story about it. Uh, then you, there was a time when you didn't want me to talk about pencils. Pencils. Ah! 
<laughs> it's worse when he gets surprised by them. Yep. Um, there was a segment that you uh, that I was going to do, which was called uh, it was called Deep in the Engine Room. We were I I was just going to read several pages of the Star Trek Next Generation technical manual, um, just word for word, uninterrupted. And you, for some reason, didn't like that, even though you claim to be a Star Trek fan. I am, but just not not that much of a, of a fan. What is that supposed to mean? You're not that much of a fan. Where, where I would subject others to it. Well, you subject. Maybe they maybe be their greatest moment. And, and maybe maybe it was a little bit in revenge. Uh-huh. Because you wouldn't let me do my segment, uh-huh. where I just basically read the entirety of this 350 narrow lot home plans book. Yeah. Well, because I don't think there's a See, fan base like, for narrow yeah, lot homes. Look, look. This is really fascinating. Page 110. Uh, Plan HPK 130095. Style Northwest Contemporary. First floor is 1,466 square feet. The second floor is 1,369 square feet. A total of 2,835 square feet. Wow. Wait, Four are there only two floors or is there more floors? Just two floors. Just two floors. I don't know. That's Four pretty good. Four bedrooms, two and a half bathrooms. Wow. It's 50 feet wide, 60 feet deep. Mm-hmm. Has a crawl space foundation. And, and what they have to say about it is, here's a contemporary home with a French country spirit. Comfortably elegant formal rooms reside to the front of the plan with a focal point fireplace, a bay window, and a decorative and decorative columns to help define the space. A central hall leads to the family area, which includes a gourmet kitchen with an island cooktop counter, a bayed breakfast nook, and a vaulted family room with an ingle nook. Upstairs, a lavish master suite opens through French doors to a private deck, and a spacious bath boasts a windowed, tiled-rimmed spa tub, twin vanities, and a generous walk-in closet. Three family bedrooms cluster around a central hall, which opens to a quiet den and enjoys a balcony overlook. And then I would, like, have you do a screenshot Mm -hmm. where I show you the plans. Like, there's what it looks like. All See? Right. You know what? I stand corrected. That's really fascinating, and I wish you would do more of it. So, you know, maybe next week we come back, you've got... Just make sure you plan one out. One that's relevant okay. to the episode. Understood. It's my only... That would be my only complaint about what you just... I mean, it didn't feel like it was on theme. Okay, fine. I'm just saying. But I understand I you just... You needed to find... You did. It was a little bit of an appeal to emotion because clearly you picked the most exciting home in the book. So I did. That was that's pretty much the. But I can't fault you for that. Thank you. I can't. It, it would be like me, you know, talking about you know where, uh, you know how how the engine room was originally designed and how there's that duck on the and the little logos and stuff, you know, because uh, it was a funny joke by the prop people. Wow. Like that's really exciting information. At least to me, that's super exciting. I guess I could be, I could be alone in that. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Are we gonna talk about it, or are you just gonna say we're gonna talk about it? And just leave it. We'll talk about talking about it. Okay. Uh, I don't know where to go with that. That's fine. That's fine. I mean, you know, they can't all be winners. I guess. Yeah, most of them are losers. <sighs> just like you. God damn it. Hey yo. God damn it. You know what? No, it isn't a loser. What? Dixon Ticonderoga, number two pencil. Ah! Ah! Ah, pens! Pens! Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. I'm getting a call from a pencil Dan. What the fuck is that? Hello? <laughs> Hi, I'm Pencil Dan. Oh, man. I bet I bet my Dan is getting sick listening to you talk, because I am. What's your deal? I like pencils. I like these ones right here, especially. Uh-huh. Those are good ones. Look at that. There's like a hole. That's an album. Well, let me see what Dan has to say about this. Dan, what does he have to say about this? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> 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 Let's go back to Pencil Dan. Hey, buddy. So, uh, Dan's eating. Pencil Dan is eating. <laughs> eating pencil. Licking them now. Dan is Dan is performing Pencilinkus right now. <laughs> so, it's so upsetting. <laughs> uh, uh, this is, uh, boy, do, is there a reason you are so. Sound it out. Sound it out. How do, how do you guys in these other dimensions even know about our podcast? 
Why did you just shove all those pencils in your crotchal area? Are you sounding it out? <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Did you just put 12 pencils down your pee hole? Oh no, did you? I just lost pencil, Dan. I can't believe I lost pencil, Dan. I don't. Oh my God, I don't know if Dan's uh -oh. recording looks, looks or like, if pencil uh, Dan's got a recording. The call dropped. Somehow we lost Pencil him. Dan oh, was so creepy to Jay that his internet uh, connection dropped. Uh, this is crazy town. It might be the heat. Oh my goodness! It might be gracious. the LA heat that's causing this problem. Well, I, I mean, uh, I can't blame him. I mean, that's just we can get the internet. <laughs> it's bad enough. It's bad uh, enough when there's Jesus Christ. pencils involved, but pencil sounding is just again. literally. Literally, literally the worst thing ever. 51 minutes. There's just, it's just not, it's just not gonna happen, man. Just not. It's just not gonna happen. And, uh, neither is this call. Oh, there you go. Yeah. See, upsetting. So upsetting that your internet dropped. Yeah, apparently. That's just... It was upsetting to me too. He was. I uh, could you hear him on the whole thing? Yes, I could. Yeah, so he apparently put like twelve pencils down his pee hole. Yeah, it's just it was it was the worst thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The worst thing. I mean, so I now, get it, now you understand, right? I mean, I understand. I I understand with that perspective. Does that mean you've chatted with this guy before? No, I'm just saying that's what people with pencils do. I don't think so. I've never done Where do you that. think the term pencil pushers came from? <laughs> I really didn't think that was where. I'll be honest with you. It was. It is. Never occurred to me. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's upsetting. It's just, oh, man. Oh, he's calling again, but I'm not going to pick up. I just want to let you know. Yeah, I would. I, I'd just leave it. Ah, uh, God. He's a perv. Just, let's just let him leave a voicemail or something. Yeah, all right. I'll let him do that. Oh, fuck. He, he left me a voicemail. Hold on. Oh, you know you like it. Oh, gross. You know you like the sound of pencils. Oh, <laughs> gross. Oh. Dan, you don't want to hear <laughs> it. Oh, you heard it. Shit. Stop muting me. Just put me on hold next time. Jesus all right, fucking Christ. All right, all right, all oh, right. I need some water so I can keep throwing up. <laughs> <sighs> you good? <laughs> okay, I think, I think that's... You think you're good? Oh, man. Boy. I had Hawaiian for lunch, so. Oh, yeah? That's all over the floor now. <laughs> Wait a minute. You just threw up on the floor? You didn't find a receptacle? I didn't have time, man. Oh, okay. I guess the garbage can's all the way over there, and I'm wearing headphones. Just yeah, I guess you can't t take headphones off or anything. I didn't have the wherewithal. I don't think you understand. Okay, well. <clears throat> anyway, let's move on. Let's that's move on. that's fine. Let's move on. Uh, you know, interestingly enough, there's another segment that just hasn't appeared on the show. It was accepted. You know, we both agreed to it, like probably right at the beginning, but we just have never done it. Do you want to tell them about that pod that that seg that podcast segment? Yeah. I like I like this new Max Headroom thing you're doing. Oh, great! Nice. Doing that again. <laughs> this is with it. This is with a new network card, by the way. Like this is like, it's just the heat. I think it's just the heat is causing. Serious problems in here. Still max yeah. headrooming? A little bit. Uh, I was just hoping you would tell the folks at home about the podcast segment that we both agreed to do for very early on, but we just haven't had the time to put together. Oh, that one. Mm -hmm. I want maybe you could tell us your reason for not making that happen, Dan. Is, is, is it the one with all the naked girls? Yeah. And the toothpaste. Yeah. And the zip ties. Yep. I mean, the more and you want me to, you want me to tell them why that never happened. Well, I mean, the more you describe it, the more upsetting it sounds. Like it's going to be, but I think at the end of the day, it's it's more innocent and than the balloons. The descriptors sound. Yeah. We were going to throw a birthday party for a nudist. Mm -hmm. That was going to be the segment. Yeah, we were going to do it like once a month. We'll find a nudist, throw them a birthday party. A, a nudist dentist. Yeah. I think that's 
Yeah, I mean, that's just it. I mean, that's kind of the challenge of it, was we were going to find one. We found a few. I just, I just felt that... Well, because, I mean, the whole idea of it... I mean, we're decorating with balloons right. and streamers. Right. Toothpaste for presents, and everyone's like... Like, I just felt like that wouldn't play on audio. Okay. I mean, I guess I, guess I understand that, but at the very least, you know... We would be there commentating. I think that that was kind of... So what am I supposed to just do? Sit there and say, well, a bunch of naked people are popping balloons. Yep. Like, yep. You'd also that, hear the popping a, of the balloons that, in the background. It just sounds like something that you would have on Uport. I just, I just felt I like guess. we we couldn't keep the family rating that we have. Oh, yeah. That's true. Uh also, the the other segment that we didn't, for some reason, go through was cake piss, which is it's not cake farts; it's just people pissing on cakes. And uh, oh, see, I I vetoed that because I thought we would surgically insert cake into our bladders. Oh, you thought and we like, would literally pee cake? No, nope, no, I just thought it would be funny if people peed oh. on cake. But then I I think oh. we both I thought it would also end up being like a like a fetish thing and i'm like i don't want to be involved in creating a fetish so um mm-hmm. i have some news for you Uh-oh. <laughs> that's i'm pretty sure that's also a category already on your point oh god i hope it's not <laughs> oh. if it did i at least oh wait can i can i claim uh rights to it and then collect uh, can i monetize that for myself like, I'll say, I recognize that. That's a thing I invented. I'll be like, and then uh, cake pissing will be my thing. It'll be on my headstone. <laughs> Jason Klom invented cake pissing. <laughs> well, I think, I guess that's my final word for today is Jason Klom invented cake pissing. Do you have any final words? Cake pissing is not peeing out cake. That's a good final word. Oh, wait. I'm getting another call. Hello? Hello? There's just no name on this one. Hello? Ow! It doesn't work! Uh-oh. Oh, no. It doesn't work! Oh, no. It doesn't work! I'm cake me damn! Oh, Jesus. Ah! Oh, God. All right. Well, good to know that that experiment failed miserably. Okay, bye. Dan, did you hear that? Yeah, it sounds like that's a dead-end yep. dimension right there. Hey, but now we know. That means, wait a minute, that means there are dimensions out there that will tell us whether or not our ideas are good. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean... I think we, that means we um, should just generate more ideas in general, and then we'll get more, you know, calls. We're getting warnings. I mean, that's what's happening, right? I mean, effectively, we're getting warnings from all the other Dans. It's like... So we're, the, we're like the Beverly Hills Hotel of Dan J podcast. Oh, yeah. Everybody comes to me here. That's that's what happens. And yep. this is like, just the multiverses are going to come together and it's going to be like one of those, you know, comic books where one of us has to wear the Infinity Gauntlet and do something because that's all I know is that the Infinity Gauntlet exists. <laughs> I don't really know anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> Gemstones. Stupid. All right. Gem, gem and the holograms. <laughs> Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour, the podcast, is a Stolen Dress Entertainment production. It's hosted by Dan Gomiller and Jason Klom and is edited by Jason Klom and produced by Maury Povich. The Dan and Jay's Community Service theme song was composed and performed by Brian Magic Hands Madison. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, read our blogs, read our tweets, watch our videos, and read our books. Please subscribe on iTunes, rate us highly, and write us a shining review. You can like us on Facebook.com slash Hour, follow us on Twitter at Hour, and find everything in one place at DanandJay.com. Oh, hi. I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickert. Your last name is Rickert? And we are the hosts of Dispatches Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. I, this is Jason again. I host the well-reputed... Reputed. This is Alan. 
Reputed, Comedy on Vinyl podcast, as well as some others. Alan, though. I've been on some podcasts, also I'm an actor, and have been for nigh on several years. The important part, though, is that while we're close friends, we found a bond when we discovered that we both loved the greatest sitcom of the 90s. Possibly of all time. I won't refute that. The podcast will go through the entire series, from episode 1 to episode 97. We'll be talking with other fans of the show, people who worked on the show, and you. That's right. Starting today, well, a while ago, but you only knew about it today, you can email your questions about the show, and I'm not kidding here, to freakzilla at scopenet.com. Ah. That's right. We'll either try to get the answers for you ourselves or direct from the people who put the show together. It's a dream come true. You can also call and leave a voicemail for us at 646-801-WNYX. If it's relevant or funny or even stupid, as long as it's news radio related, you have a good chance of it getting played on the show. So please, follow us on Twitter at WNYX News Radio or like us on Facebook.com slash News Radio Podcast. In the coming weeks, basically, once we get some important people to sit down and record with us, we'll announce the launch of our first episode. But what if they think this is the first episode? If, if they do, they insult not only me, but also my cane. That's my episode. You can't own an episode. That is my favorite. Mine too, and like everybody else's. This one I like, I keep. This one displeases me. Coming soon on the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. All of this talk of aged lunch meat and ghosts has made me peckish. Equally dumb closing quote. God damn it, Alan. Sorry. Sorry.